Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. Yeah, he's a really good quarterback, um, you know, super accurate. I think he uses his legs really well. Um, he's smart, uh, and I think, you know, some of the things that he does athletically uh, really help his team, and, you know, we'll be, we'll be prepared for that. Um, but, you know, I think he's a, he's a guy that really, really helps our team win. Buffalo Bills linebacker Terrell Bernard on Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence. You're back in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia. We welcome in Jay Binkley from 610 Sports in Kansas City. And Jay, first and foremost, we want to know if you're as excited about Taylor's version of 1989, which is releasing soon, as we are here in the sports bar. Welcome back, buddy. (laughs) How you guys doing? No, I really, I don't know many songs, to be honest with you. I'm kind of unhip when it comes to things. Be careful now. If you're not a Swifty, they'll come after you. You don't want that smoke, Jay. You got to be careful. No, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I need to brush up on, um, brush up on songs. I I will say this. I will say this though. She did bring in what $48 million to the local economy when she did her (laughs) concerts here in Kansas city. So it was a lot of money. She has the power to fix a lot of problems in the world. And that was before the Travis Kelsey deal. That was nobody knew any connection there at all. And she brought in $48 million to local economy. So, uh, props to that. I would imagine, Jay, there's two sets of people in Kansas City right now. There's people that are eating this up, and then maybe the people that listen to 610 Sports, okay, can, can we just can we just talk about the Viking game yeah. here for a little bit here? Like, yeah. what percentage of people right now are like, okay, we're over this? It's about 50-50. I think initially, uh, when she was at a game, that uh, and, the, and the ratings spiked and everything else, that there was a... There's a lot of, I mean, obviously there's a lot of interest and you know how this, this business works, guys. There's a lot of interest. You talk about it. Um, what do you, I mean, the rating has been crazy the last couple of weeks. So obviously there is an interest there, but we have our hardcore, you know, fans as well that want to, you know, talk about the games or what the chiefs did wrong. And certainly that's a, that's a large uh, percentage of people too. All right, Jay. So the bills, before we talk about the chiefs, the bills taking on Jacksonville in London on Sunday morning, as you know, and it's a Jacksonville team that you're familiar with, not just from last season, but of course, from earlier this season, what did your eyes see when you saw the chiefs uh, get by uh, on Jacksonville earlier this year? Well, a little bit disappointed. I think Jacksonville is one of the more disappointing teams um, in the NFL this year. I certainly thought that this was going to be a good football team. You just looked at their schedule, 
uh, going forward. What's this two straight weeks um, in London uh, for the Jags? And I'm telling you, man, I, I like Buffalo in this game. Um, I like the way that the Bills are playing. Um, I've always thought that the Bills are a tier one football team, as I've even told you guys, you know, before the season started. Uh, I thought Jacksonville was going to be uh, not knocking on that door for tier one, but certainly a team as Peter King even had them with the number one seed in the AFC for the season started. I mean, you have a Super Bowl winning coach in Doug Peterson. You have an ascending quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. They have the right pieces on offense. And uh, really just a kind of a disappointing team to this point. It's still early, but again, you start getting here to the quarter mark of the season, and they really haven't shown a lot, but I love the way the Buffalo Bills are playing. Jay, I, I get a kick uh, every January here in Rochester. I don't know if you have a guy like this, but he comes around in town and he places advertising with us and he hypnotizes people to lose weight or quit smoking or whatever it is. And really? I'm just wondering if that guy is actually a Jet fan or a Jet employee because what happened to the Buffalo Bills week one? It's like what, the Bills went into this funk. I don't even recognize this team. And I'm watching that game on Sunday night. Jay, what was that from the, yeah, the Chiefs won, but that didn't look like Kansas City. No, it was it was interesting. Um, obviously, they have a good secondary. They were able to really confuse Mahomes and Josh Allen uh, this year. Uh, the Chiefs had their way with them. I mean, seventeen nothing there in the first quarter, and you think, all right, this is this is going to be a blowout. But then the Jets just kind of hung in the game. But here's the one thing about that game: there's a lot of complaining from Jets fans and people in the national media about the Sauce Gardner call at the end of the game. Well, Dean Blandino came on and said, no, that was clearly a holding. But the one thing they're forgetting, and listen, arguing about officiating is is for losers. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, you forget about the safety. (laughs) They let the Jets back in the gate. That was not a safety. That face mask started before the goal line. The officials, uh, guy they had McCauley went on the call said, no, it started before he went the goal line. So you take that away, that's not even a safety, okay? And then they had the Chiefs had to punt it. Well, okay, well, on the free kick, they kicked it 80 yards. Who would have cared? And then a 30-yard swing for him when they called a horse collar on the Chiefs and Jawan Taylor. That wasn't even close to a horse collar. So all this crying with the Jets as far as, oh, well, the Sauce Gardner. Well, how about the fact that the Jets got 12 points in that game off of penalties that never existed? And for the Chiefs to get all the calls in the NFL, that wasn't a safety. The rules officially even said it's not a safety. The horse collar wasn't even a horse collar, but they called it on the Chiefs. So I don't want to hear the Chiefs get all the calls for the national media and everything else because they were just bashing the Chiefs get all the calls. Really? I mean, and Dean Blandino said it right. Like, if you're going to call plays, call them all the time. Don't let guys get away with things at the end of the game so they're a little bit more aggressive and try to push the limit knowing you're not going to call them for it. So um, I had no problem with it. Uh, but the Jets' secondary is good. I will say this, Chiefs came into that game with every defensive metric uh, better than the Jets. But I, I just, guys, I just killed me. And I called it at the game on the post game. I said, you watch. This whole week will be first take and everybody else talking about how the Chiefs get all the calls. But they'll forget, like their mind won't, they won't fit their narrative to call the Chiefs shouldn't have even given up the safety to Jets because that was bogus or the bogus horse collar. So I knew it was going to be played out like this. Just knew it, called it, uh, called the shot there on the post game. This is the way things are going to work. Get some thick skin because get ready for it. Jay, we started our conversation talking about Taylor Swift. I actually want to talk about the importance of Travis Kelsey because a lone blemish on the Chiefs 
schedule thus far was was that kickoff game against Detroit at home, yeah. the game that Travis Kelsey wasn't in the game. And we saw that game and thought or to Chris ourselves. Jones. Or, or Chris Jones. Or Chris Jones, right. And, and we saw offensively that Patrick Mahomes just couldn't get in sync. He had some bad drops from his receivers. But the importance yeah. of Kelsey to that offense and take us back to that week one loss against Detroit because there's a part of me that wants to believe that Detroit is real based on who they've beaten including the Chiefs and there's another part of me that wants to believe like the Chiefs should have won that game if they have all their weapons no and they could have met two uh, NFL top 100 players 5 and 10 and Kelsey and Jones Uh, that made the difference Kadarius Tony had the drops in that game and not only that, one of his drops went right into the hands of Brian Branch of Detroit and scored a touchdown. I mean, the Chiefs beat themselves in that game. They lose by one point, but Bo, here's a pick six that just bounces off Kadarius Tony. So, yes, the Chiefs should have won uh, that game. I think Detroit is a good football team. But the offense and the receivers, well, someone tweeted it out yesterday. He said the first four weeks of the season compared this year to last year, they actually have the same amount of catches, the receivers, and actually more yards this year than they did last year. Yeah, it'll it'll take Mahomes a while to get in sync with his receivers. You know, still despite all that, they're still number three in the NFL in total offense. They're still three. I think they're number one this week in points per drive as far as drive scoring points uh, this year, and they're in top ten in scoring offense. So yes, there are some blemishes, but just like that Netflix series of quarterbacks, you know, it took four or five weeks for him to kind of get acclimated uh, with the receivers around him, and I. Guys, I kind of liken it to this, like a major league baseball manager. And every time they go to the Royals and Ned Yost when he's manager, all right, who's your sixth inning guy, your seventh inning guy, your eighth inning guy? We know who your closer is. Oh, I don't know yet. Ask me as we get closer to June. So wait that first month or two months to kind of figure out who's going to be that sixth inning guy, that seventh inning guy, or eighth inning guy. It's kind of like the Chiefs receivers are at this point, too. Like, who's going to stand up and take that mantle? I mean, who's going to stand up? and be the go-to trustworthy guy in that inner, you know, the, the trustworthy circle of Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. And really nobody has, quote, seized that yet outside of, you know, Travis Kelsey being that go-to guy for Pat Mahomes. But they're still searching for things. The good news is, like I said, the good news is they're still third in the NFL in total offense. Kansas City in Minnesota for the 425 Eastern kickoff. Our guest uh, is Jay Binkley, 610 Sports in Kansas City. As uh, Jay, when we talked, oh, I don't know, over the spring, the summer, heading into the season, uh, hey, is Buffalo, whatever? No, no, we like you. No, for Chiefs fans, you always kept telling us it's the Bengals, it's the Bengals, it's the Bengals. So what's, I, kept, what? I kept saying it was the Bills, too. Well, no, uh, but but for, for the, the rivalry, you don't oh, view the it rivalry, the same yeah. way. So, yeah. as far as what's happened in Cincinnati now, Ugh. Jay, yeah. has has things changed? Do you expect the Bengals to snap out of this, or are the Bengals headed for a non-playoff season here? I, I you know, what, the way Joe Burrow's playing, I mean, he's not a healthy. Um, it's evident that now the Bengals did start off zero and two last year, and they ended up being one of the best teams in the NFL, make it to the AFC title game two straight years. But I think the Bengals are going the wrong direction. I think it's right now it's the Buffalo Bills, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and I, I would put the Baltimore Ravens up there as well, too. That I've always liked that team. If they can stay healthy, Baltimore was game. I know they made the playoffs last year, but that was my big surprise in the AFC. Uh, but it, the Bills are going the wrong – excuse me, the Bengals are going the wrong direction. And I think people are starting to see how difficult it is to always be good. Like for the Chiefs to go to five straight AFC title games, it's tough, man. The Bengals are learning that. You know, an injury here and there can derail your season. Uh, the Rams have not been the same since they won the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers have not been the same 
since they won the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs have been a consistent team for five straight years. That's why Andy Reid, who gets no mention for Coach of the Year, he's only won it one time, even though he sits fourth all-time in coaching wins, number two all-time in postseason coaching wins, and no one gives me credit for just being consistent. Yeah, you get rid of Tyree Kill and you go out and you win the Super Bowl. It is very tough to do it, and the Bengals are kind of finding this out. The Bills, to their credit, have managed to continue to be a good football team, and that's a lot of credit to the Buffalo Bills, that organization, uh, whether it's through the draft, whether it's Josh Allen, um, whether it's McDermott getting his team ready. Now they need to cash it in, go to the Super Bowl and win one, which I clearly think uh, they'll do at some point with Josh Allen, but the Bengals, you know, the injury bug's starting to get them, and now all of a sudden you have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. you got to keep these guys satisfied. They're getting the football enough. So not a good situation for a team that doesn't typically go out and spend a bunch of money like the Bengals do to kind of empty the bank account for Joe Burrow. But, uh, yeah, they're completely going in the wrong direction. Jay, when you look at uh, the standings in the AFC and you look at the upcoming schedule here for both the Bills and the Chiefs, it's a fair assumption that we're going to be talking about playoff seeding here down the the, the back stretch of this NFL season. Uh, and the Chiefs, right now, when I look at their schedule, you get past Minnesota this weekend. You've got the Broncos two out of the next three weeks. Ooh, you could be looking at... Yeah. You could be looking at a one-loss Kansas City team, and you could be looking at a matchup in Germany of, of two, the rare matchup in Europe of two teams with winning records. That Dolphins matchup in Germany is going to have some weight to it. No, it's going to. As you mentioned, the Broncos two out of three games, but it's all right. The Chiefs have beaten that team fifteen straight times, but eventually, eventually, that's probably not going to be continuing. But schedule really starts tightening up there with Miami. In Germany, didn't they, luckily they have a bye week, and you all know Andy Reid after a bye week before Philadelphia. So Miami and Philadelphia in back-to-back weeks, one in Germany, one at Arrowhead Stadium with the Eagles. But it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Miami in Kansas City. I mean, Buffalo kind of um, – the funny thing what Buffalo did to Miami is kind of funny because it shows you the cycle of the national media and the way they look at football. It's what have you done for me lately everybody's a champion one week to the next. The Chiefs are a lousy team. Last year, the national media was saying the Chiefs weren't going to go to the playoffs. There was actually people saying they're not even going to be playoffs three and four weeks into the season. They win the Super Bowl. Everybody counted the Bills out after week one. And I said, cautioned on Twitter, say, man, don't take the poison for what happens in NFL week one. See what happens after four and five weeks. See what teams kind of rise up. And the Miami Dolphins were getting all this credit, those 70 points, they put on the Broncos without Jalen Waddle, and everybody's singing their praises. And McDaniel's a genius, and Tua should be the MVP. And people just, you know, lay in bouquets at, the, at their feet. That all of a sudden Bills come in, smack them around, and now it's back to well, Miami's just kind of a team. But it, it, it's you have to be careful not to get wrapped up in those things. It's always to go with the consistency, the Chiefs, the Bills, the teams that are consistently in and out, not the teams that rise up and down like the Dolphins. Here's my People way. forget that Dolphins team only won one more game than the Patriots last year. Yeah. Jay, here's my wish for the Chiefs. and and I, For example, the Buffalo Bills of their heyday in the 90s, uh, they won on the road. They won an AFC championship sure. game in Miami. We To the Chiefs' credit, they haven't needed to go on the road here in the postseason. It's been the comfy confines there at Arrowhead. I would love to yep. see how this offense would perform in a hostile environment. I don't know. Let's say like Buffalo. Guys, I'm going to put it this way. I don't think it matters if they play on Mars. 
I don't think it matters if they play on the moon. I don't think it matters if they play in the Walgreens parking lot. This team travel, this defense is the best defense Mahomes has ever had. I mean, they're a top 10 defense, almost every defensive metric. They're a very good defense. People are finally starting to realize how good this defense in Kansas City is. But this is the best team defense that Mahomes has had. The running game is on point and continues to get better. Over 200 yards rushing last week, 153 yards rushing the week before. But Mahomes, he's lost divisional home games. He is 16-0 and against this division on the road. A couple years ago, they go undefeated on the road. They're a very good road team. I think people forget the fact that you have Reed, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Jones, and with this defense, they can play on the road. It doesn't matter where they're playing. Arrowhead Stadium or, or you name it, it doesn't matter. Again, to go 16-0 and on the road in your division, that is insane. That is an insane Mahomes category. They're up to, what, 23 straight games where they haven't lost by more than four points. Mahomes has only lost by more than one score three times in his career, and that's including in the postseason. They keep things close. That travels. That goes on the road. The Chiefs are an equipped team to go on the road. And that Buffalo Bills game, that 13 seconds that happened a couple years ago, the Bills should have never been playing at Arrowhead Stadium. But they go and they lose. Um, they had 41 points put on them by the Colts, the Bills did. They lose to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars 9-6. to That game should have been in Buffalo, not in Kansas City. That's not Kansas City's fault that they keep having. Every team, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, the, the way things have happened, beating the Patriots and the Chiefs getting the two seed, the way things have happened, it just so happens they've had five straight at home because nobody wants to, you know, grab that mantle. As Omar Little said in the wire, you swing at the king, you best not miss. And teams have had their chance to swing at them, and they've missed. And it's been there. It's been there for the taking home field advantage, and no one wants to seize it. But I'll tell you this, the Chiefs would be fine playing on the road. You look at some of their splits and what they've done on the road, they've almost been just as impressive, if not more. Don't forget they put 44 points on the road in San Francisco last year. Christian McCaffrey was already a 49er. Everybody was throwing bouquets and flowers and how good that defense in San Francisco is. Oh, it's the greatest defense we've ever seen. Well, it was good except for one week. One week was when Mahomes and company went to San Francisco and put 44 points on them, um, which is uh, still, I think, the best game the Chiefs can look back on from last season. But they did that on the road in San Francisco. So I don't think it matters where they play. Jay, uh, I want to know uh, what you got going on here coming up this weekend. You got the Vikings uh, against the yeah. Chiefs, and I'm sure 610 Sports Kansas City is your source for those exclusive Eras Concert Tour movie tickets that you can win as the movie opens <laughs> up next weekend. And, and I'm sure you guys are giving those things out like candy. No, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any of those. I will say this though: the Vikings have lost some close games. Uh, that Bucks game was really close. That Philly game was close. That Chargers game was close. They're a better team than their record, but again, you know, they what they say you are what your record says, I guess. But it's still, you know, it's still a good football team. And Mahomes, you know, credits Kirk Cousins, a guy that he used to watch coming in the league as far as what he did back in the pocket, and uh, he's always watched Cousins. But no, we don't have any of those tickets to give away. I'll say this, guys, and again, the forty-eight million dollars she brought to the economy. I mean, whatever it is, I know the NFL is using them at this point, but man, their ratings are through the roof. Like they're reaching audience. They didn't think they'd reach uh, the NFL. The NFL is absolutely loving this. Uh, probably too much for Kelsey's liking, to be quite honest with he you. He needs to be but careful. Have- he needs to be careful. Treat her right. Don't say anything bad because the Swifties will come at them with full force. You don't want that smoke. 
Yeah, and you don't want to break up one of the next songs about Kelsey, you no, know? No, you don't want any <laughs> no. of it. Nope, nope, nope. Jay, it's great uh, catching up with you, buddy. Have a great weekend. Great talking to you guys. You guys have a good weekend. Enjoy getting up early. Got yeah, it. love that guy. That's Jay Binkley, 610 Sports in Kansas City, getting us the latest on the Chiefs. A little preview there with uh, what the Chiefs saw a couple of weeks ago with the Jaguars. Called the Jags one of the most disappointing teams in the league. I don't know that, that I view them in in that mm. kind of through that lens well I mean, they, that houston loss was like mm, but maybe that's more like hey houston is the good team that nobody was paying attention right to. yeah right well, it'll be an interesting game sunday morning you mentioned at 9 30 we're getting up early the bills in london to take on the jaguars you can hear the action here on the fan Rochester. i know people are going to be disappointed with this news there is no italian carousel this week <sighs> where am i going to get my soccer scores from italy all um, right where they will be available next Sunday. Okay. Next Sunday. Look, I'm not happy. And, your, and TD Bianchi and the other fine Italian musicians were performing. I'm not. On the carousel. I wanted some Titty Bianchi. I wanted some Italian soccer TD. scores. That's what I said. I want some Italian soccer scores from Italy. Italian soccer scores from Italy. <laughs> Broadcasting on the World Wide Web. Love the Italian carousel. Well, it'll be missed this weekend. <laughs> that does say that the Italian soccer score is from Italy. Oh, we'll get to we'll get to happy hour next in the sports bar. Uh, we've got the Bills injury report. We've got some sound from the team in jolly old England. I'm not. I'm going to spare you the English accent. Everybody's doing the English accent. Everybody's. Yeah, and I don't think it, there's any real McLeys here, right? It's just kind of like it's all new and everything. There's really no lies we can say mm. here today. We'll, we'll get to a round of shots. We have some action around the NFL that we'll share as well uh, with some appetizers here. Coming up during happy hour, you're welcome to join us with our phone lines open at 585-866-4FAN-866-4FAN. 4326 if you want to pull up a stool more next on the fan rochester odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 